the next decision that you need to understand for purposes of the section of the work is the the Antony judgment and this is the earliest of uh, the number of judgments we've seen coming through the courts around discrimination within the basic education system so this is one of the sort of OG court cases around uh, discrimination within the education system and what happened in this case was that we added a Stafarian learner which you'll see we also have in one of the other court cases that we'll be looking at and this particular Rastafarian learner uh, wanted to wear her hair in dreadlocks and she attended Settlers High School which is a high school year in the Western Cape and she wanted permission to wear her hair in dreadlocks and the school denied her permission and she just decided that she was nonetheless going to go ahead and she was still going to wear her hair in dreadlocks and, and she wore it in a cap and she made sure that the cap was matching colors in terms of the school uniform and that her hair was neat and tidy. And so for all intents and purposes, uh, she was quite well-kept and her hair was well-kept and the school, though, was unhappy with this. And so ultimately she had to come before a hearing and she was found guilty uh, by the school governing body of having committed serious misconduct. And the matter eventually ends up in the High Court. And this is an earlier matter. So we'll see that the, the language coming out of the High Court, the High Court speaks about this Rastafarian learner like she was an offender, like she had committed something wrong. And his judgment comes from that angle. But we will see that the jurisprudence evolves and we no longer uh, view it from the perspective of the particular learner wanting to exercise the, the right to the freedom of religion or expression or culture as being some sort of offender or deviant. But in this particular court case, what the judge does is the judge looks at the court case through the prism of freedom of expression. So even though it was a Rastafarian scenario, the judge doesn't focus uh, so much on the, the religious and cultural aspects of the court case, but rather hones in on um, this learner's right to express herself through the the wearing of a hair in dreadlocks and, and the court says that when we want to assess someone's failure to adhere to a code of conduct or, or a dress code within the schooling environment that that shouldn't be assessed in a rigid manner and we should ask ourselves the question of whether the particular prohibition though so the prohibition of her wearing a hair in in dreadlocks, whether that particular provision is aimed at promoting a positive uh, discipline environment. So can one say that uh, refusing children to wear dreadlocks, uh, if they're Rastafarianism, Rastafarianism, if they practice Rastafarianism, uh, is something that is aimed at promoting positive discipline. And the court says that we must understand uh, what is unfolding in the context of the need for society to have mutual respect and to have the spirit of reconciliation and understanding that we often heard talk about when we talk about constitutional rights and we talk about the evolution of South African society. And so there's this need, the judge says, for, for tolerance and, and understanding and that this is the way in which we should assess this little girl's uh, conduct in terms of wanting to wear here in dreadlocks. And so ultimately the court finds in favor of the girl.